Welcome to the Level Up with KDB podcast. If you've ever wished you could get a glimpse inside the minds and lives of women who are masters at creating abundant and fulfilling lives, and you're ready to learn the secrets behind unlocking that in your own life, you're in the right place. Each episode, I and a series of guests uncover the secrets behind creating the life you can't stop fantasizing about. I'm Katie B, human design coach, airline pilot, CEO, and crazy cat lady, and I am so happy to have you here. Hello, beautiful human. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I just hope wherever you are, whether you are chilling at home, whether you're going for a walk, enjoying some beautiful time outside, or whether you are driving in your car, heading to work, I just hope you are having the most amazing day and want to send you a lot of love and a lot of gratitude for choosing to spend this time with me. Today's episode is the November energy report based on the solar transit through your human design chart. So if you're new to the energy reports, the monthly energy reports, what I do is I take a look at which gates through our human design charts are being activated by the solar transit. And I turn that into a podcast episode where you can sink into it, really soak up the different energies, reflect on the different energies and think about how you might like to work with these energies over the month ahead to optimize life, business, love, everything, relationships, whatever it might be, these energy reports are designed to support you in milking the shit out of the energy that we're working with based on the solar transit. So, you know, I think it's really just a beautiful opportunity to start the month with a bit of a focused perspective on where you might be able to lean on the energies based on the solar transit to support you in creating because that's what we're all about here at the Level Up with KDB podcast, right? Is becoming masters at creating our most aligned and abundant and fulfilling and beautiful lives. So let's jump into it. If you tuned in for the energy report last month, you'll remember that we were working, all of the gates that were activated last month were housed in our spleen, which is the home of fears and instincts. And we are carrying that theme on into the start of November. So between the 1st and the 5th of November, gate 44 is activated, which is the gate of spotting patterns. And yes, it is housed in our spleen. The tarot archetype for the gate 44 is the eight of swords and the overarching energy for us that we're working with is about creating a stronger future, evolving through being able to identify troublesome patterns from the past. How incredible is this energy? And I think such an important one to really have some conscious awareness around. As many of you will know, I'm going through a lot of training in my day job at the moment, and I have a history of performance anxiety that has been like completely overwhelming at times. I've had these patterns pop up in the last couple of months as I've been going through this training, and I have really had to slow down and, you know, bring a lot of awareness to the emotions that I'm feeling that are coming up because I can see the pattern. 
pattern, you know, like the pattern is so familiar to me now that I can see when I'm starting to eke into it, when I'm starting to uh, live out patterns of behavior that are running from unconscious programming rather than from conscious choice. And this is where gate 44 is really powerful is that energy of going like, okay, there is repetitive behaviors. There is repetitive outcomes that are popping up in my life that are not desirable. It's not helping me right now. It's not moving me closer to what I want out of my life. What is the emotion that I'm not dealing with? What is the energy that I haven't kind of transmuted? What shadow aspects do I need to integrate in order to move through this with a bit more ease, a little bit more grace, and to be honest, like more expeditiously, right? Because the quicker we can move through the other side of these things, I think it just... It shows that we're evolving, right? The the less time we sit in our shitty nappy, essentially, it just proves that we are really evolving. So that's what the gate 44, that beautiful energy of being able to spot patterns is all about. And in its highest expression, it's about applying the knowledge from past mistakes to the future or to the present so that we don't end up in the same situations repetitively. It's this ability to see clearly where things have gone wrong and to start taking action to correct them. So Gate 44 really helps us understand the value in these shit experiences, see the lessons that they're providing us and actually alchemize that into, you know, a shift a shift in behavior moving forward, which means that we hopefully don't end up in the same situation again. So like how beautiful is that energy? It is, it's like a little fire that allows you to like, (laughs) it allows you to turn, throw all that past experience into a bucket, light it on fire. And like from the embers comes new momentum, a new perspective, new direction, because you've got all that wisdom. In its shadow expression, it can be the feeling of just stuckness or unable to move forward because of that fear of repeating old mistakes. I got to tell you, I've been there so recently sitting and feeling almost hopeless because I've gone like, why am I here again? Like I have dealt with this shit so many times. How, how can I possibly, after all the healing, after all the therapy, after all the work I've done, how can I be back in this place again? But you know what? That moment of like despair was enough for me to go like, oh yeah, that's right. I am here again. It is a pattern. And I have learned these lessons. (laughs) So I actually already have a shit ton of tools to help me navigate this, right? And that is the power in in Gate 44. So that's what we're working with as we start the month of November, which is kind of cool. Coming out of this sort of Taurus full moon last week, um, where it was the end of a two-year cycle where like major thresholds have been crossed, right? We're kind of coming out of an incubation period where we are really leaving these sorts of patterns behind once and for all. But you know what? It doesn't happen on accident. It doesn't happen just because you want it to happen. It happens when you put conscious effort into it. So maybe you can think about for the first week of November, where in your life are you feeling stuck at the moment? 
Are you open to reflecting on and using your past experiences to find the solution to help navigate this time? Because I can almost guarantee that any resistance, any stuckness that you're feeling, you probably have, you're in a repetitive cycle. And sometimes it can be really hard to identify that until you take stock, until you sit down, listen to a podcast like this, get your journal out and go like, oh, fuck, where am I feeling stuck? And has this come up before? What did I learn last time and how can I apply that now? Our past experiences are absolutely our greatest teacher. And if we didn't come here in this lifetime to roll around in the muck of life and learn from those experiences, well, I don't know what we did come here for. I seriously believe that we all came here to just be in this continuous journey of evolution and learning and playing and playing in the mud of life. All right, so that's going to be a really beautiful way for you to set yourself up for an incredible into the year of 2023. And then from the 6th to the 11th of November, gate one, this is the beginning. Gate one is the energy of new beginnings. It is the energy of the bold creation, like divine masculine, that energy of um, Zeus, of power, of the emperor and the tarot. And so the overarching energy is seeing the potential for newness and boldly embodying the expression of that, like consciously creating a life that is less ordinary and is in alignment with your authentic truth, not what someone else expects of you, not what society expects of you, but like really stepping in to what makes you feel juicy and lit up, like seriously, so, so good. It's, this energy is not about you you know, creating from that sort of shallow egoic level. Not that that's bad, but this is more potent than that. This is more, this holds a higher vibrational frequency because it is about you stepping into your power, taking up the space that you came here to take up. Not to prove anything to anyone else, but simply for you to feel at home on this planet and trust that this is your space. This is what you came here to be and take it up, take up that space. And, you know, so how does this show up in the outside world? How does this show up in your 3D reality? It's following your desires, literally tuning into the energy of like, what makes you feel good? What is it that connects you to the fact that you are a powerful creator? Not that you will be a powerful creator one day, that you actually are today, that you have all the resources you need right now to create and all that this energy asks of you, this gate one energy, this bold creative energy is that you dare to believe that it is possible, that the life that you want, that you can have it, that you have everything within you to create it, just dream it. This, oh, this energy is so delicious. So in its highest expression, boldly expressing yourself and understanding, like I said, your role in the co-collaborative process, that is your life. Embracing the journey to discovering your uniqueness and proudly owning that space, being super fearless in the way you create and take up space. A practical sort of example of this that I think that I've really enjoyed stepping into over the last three years is, you know, the I've talked about it before. I'm a tarot reader. I'm a human design coach. I believe in all things spiritual and woo-woo and deliciously magical. And I'm also an airline pilot. And I think 
you know, there's a, I expose myself every day by showing up, talking about all this stuff that I love, that I believe in, and that helps me stay connected to the magic that is my life. And I know full well that there are so many people in my community that are going to think I'm a bloody crazy woman for, for doing all the things that I love. My skin and hair care business, I love it so much, but it's multi-level marketing, right? And people have got like weird and wonderful ideas about what that means, but I know the truth of it and I know how much joy it brings to other people. I know how much I can help through these different vessels, through tarot, through human design, through skin and hair care. And it doesn't mean that it's easy to show up and take space up in those different facets of my life. But I've got to the point where I'm like, well, who am I going to live my life for? And am I going to be a shrinking violet and just like rock up to work in my uniform and comply with all societal's the societal expectations that there are about what a pilot looks like? Nah, sorry. Like, no. <laughs> if this is my one chance at life, I want to be a freaking awesome badass creator and I want to let myself play in all the different aspects of the incredible life that I have and that I want and that I am creating. So you deserve that too, right? And this is that energy between the 6th and the 11th. Where are you holding back? Where are you holding yourself small because of other people's expectations? Dimming to fit in is the shadow expression. Feeling contracted, feeling disillusioned, not being able to touch into that magic, not being able to touch into that un- the unlimited possibilities for new creations. And like I said, being really afraid to take up your rightful space in the world. So if you're feeling any of that, like there's more that you want to get out of life right now that you are holding back for whatever reason it might be, what would it take for you to just try something just a little bit out of your comfort zone that you knew was following a spark of desire, helping you take up more space, encouraging you to take up more space. It might be, you know, the smallest things, you know, it could be going and partaking in like a breathwork ceremony just to start reconnecting with your spiritual side, to to start touching back into what it actually means to be a creator. You know, it might be that you just spend more time journaling, meditating, reading, listening to podcasts, it might be that you actually are ready to take a leap into business or leveling up your business or a change in direction with your career, whatever it might be, just take some time between the 6th and the 11th of November to touch into if you are living in the space of expansiveness, if you are leaning into taking up your whole and rightful space in this lifetime. If you are feeling like you are holding back a little bit, what support do you need to call in in order to achieve that? You know, I really truly believe wholeheartedly that this is where coaching and therapy really helps us evolve into our highest and best because, you know, sometimes we just need someone else to hold the dream for us while we're taking the aligned action. That's what a coach does. They take your dreams, they hold space for that, and they give you the tools so that you can alchemize your vision into something fucking tangible and delicious. You know, it's it's game-changing. It's so nourishing. It's such a beautiful way for you to ask for help and support. Yeah, okay, so beautiful, beautiful energy between the 6th and the 11th. 
Between the 12th and the 17th of November, gate 43 is activated. And this is the energy of the high priestess. Gate 43 is housed in your Arjuna, which is the processing center. So your crown is the inspiration. And then the Arjuna kind of does the processing of the inspiration, sifting through, making sense of the inspiration that's dropping in through your crown. Now, gate 43 and this beautiful, beautiful energy of the high priestess. Um, This is the connection to a world of understanding that is not always visible. You know, it is the ability to form unique connections, opinions, and insights that break boundaries. They break boundaries because you can't touch them. It's that pure creative magic that lies beneath our surface that we tap into when we go to another world through hypnosis, through meditation, you know, this is where in its highest expression, it's having that deep connection to your inner fountain of knowledge. The one that doesn't comply with book smarts, it doesn't comply with traditional logic. And that's why it's so fucking scary, right? Because what is celebrated in our current society is science and evidence and all that sort of you know, wonderful things that we love, but, you know, it doesn't leave a lot of room for that knowing that we have, that pure connection to source that we have and that we are. This energy of gate 43 allows us to freely travel the depths of our inner psyche and be in reverence for the knowledge that we find there. That pure, like, joy of of letting yourself go into hypnosis with open mind and open heart and curiosity, whilst also knowing that it can be hard to explain the realizations that we have from our inner world. Trust, trust, trust that when the timing is right, you know, the right people will want to hear your insights or that doesn't even matter. As long as you know that you've got that access to these insights within you, you don't have to share them. But if you want to share them at the right time, the right people will want to know. Really though, you know, the high priestess in this gate 43 energy is about us tapping into the divinity within us without having to put a label on it, without having to explain it to anyone else. Trusting that whenever we go to these places of meditation, whenever we go into our unconscious realms, we bring back we bring back treasures that you actually cannot put your finger on a lot of the time and it's through all this work that you know the inner child work the shadow work um journaling breath work eft all these beautiful things are what helps us to integrate that magic that we touch into through our unconscious realms in its shadow expression gate 43 is kind of holding us back from that connection with that inner realms Almost, you know, those times when you just feel like you're constantly distracted by the noise of external influence and you tend to ignore the insights that you have. So you might feel like you're a little bit disconnected from your intuition. You might feel this in times, the shadow of gate 43 in times where you feel disconnected from source and spirit. Maybe you've let your, for whatever reason, life's got busy and you've let your practices that help you connect to that kind of diminish or or you're just not spending enough, as much time on them. And so that conscious truth, that conscious inner knowing that you have of your connection 
is kind of drowned out by the noise of your 3D reality. So yeah, the shadow is like living in a hundred living a hundred percent in the physical with no real appreciation for the wisdom that you have access to through your connection to source, spirit, and the unconscious. And don't forget that this whole energy, the purpose of it is for us to be able to form unique connections, opinions, and insights that break boundaries, that go beyond the norm, that help us touch into you know that other realms, other dimensions. We hold that within us and it's fucking incredible when you get to touch into that. It really is. Um, Some questions that you might have for Gate 43 over this time. Do you have structures in place that support you in connecting regularly and listening to the voice of your inner knowing? You will hear me say this so freaking often. No one knows what's best for you better than you. Truly 100 million percent, I believe that. What I think happens is that we lose our trust and our ability to make good decisions for ourselves by constantly having this noise of external influence, our conditioning, our life experience. It it puts a it starts slowly builds like a brick wall between you and your divine inner knowing. And you know, that's why I love human design so much. That's why I love tarot so much. That's why I love being a coach so much, is because through these modalities and through working with people, I get to slowly start breaking down that wall so that they can touch into that magic within themselves so that they can then become the most empowered version of them by trusting that inner knowing. So can you see the value in that? Like Imagine if you trusted yourself, if you didn't feel like you had to always look for the next guru, you didn't always have to be looking for the next course, you didn't always need to be trying to fix yourself, right? Because we don't need fixing. You don't need fixing. You don't. You just need to fall back in love with yourself and start trusting yourself again. That's it. So what would need to change in your life for you to develop this deeper connection to your inner realms, to that high priestess energy. Do you need support unlocking that? Do you need a coach, a therapist, you know, some hypnosis, whatever it might be to help you? And like, this shit is transformative. There is no way you'll ever regret spending time reconnecting with your own inner realms, right? Like seriously, it's so freaking nourishing. And you know, you can do it for free as well. Like just set a goal maybe as we go into this busy end of the year, this Christmas time where there's so much noise, you're going to be marketed at full speed. You're going to have just like people trying to tell you what you need. You don't need anyone to tell you what you need. You need to ask yourself what you need and you need to feel that in your body. Like really let yourself tune into that so that you don't need to, yeah, it builds energetic resilience and emotional resilience as well. So yeah, what I was going to say is, do you need to just perhaps commit to five minutes a day of uh, tuning in and that whatever that looks like for you? So meditation, breath work, going for a walk outside, not listening to a podcast, but actually listening to the sounds of the birds chirping and the wind and the trees and letting that be your connection to the divine, to yourself. You know, five minutes each day is all it takes. Like seriously, that can be game changing. Don't underestimate the power of these simple, simple times and moments of connection with ourselves. All right. 
Between the 18th and the 22nd of November, gate 14, oh yes, it's the energy of the King of Pentacles. You guys, If you, the King of Pentacles is this incredible creative energy, easy breezy manifesting energy that knows that growth will come when you lean into your natural gifts. The purpose of gate 14 is to manifest tangible resources easily that's right, easily, because it can be easy, through investing time, money, and resources in developing your desires, developing your craft, learning through experience, and knowing that growth is a natural outcome of playing, experimenting, and investing in yourself. In its highest expression, the King of Pentacles is like gate 14, the king of pentacles, using your own natural abilities to amplify what is good in the people around you, allowing yourself to do what you love. Yes, you get to do what you love. And realizing that the more that you lean into that, the more you provide positive inspiration for your community. You know, there is something super magnetic, super inspirational about people that know what they love in life because they've got out there and experimented, you know, they've followed their desires and they just are unapologetically rolling around in the bliss of their unique flavor flav, you know, like it doesn't matter what it is. People that are into like dungeons and dragons and people that are into swimming in icy cold oceans, people that are into skydiving, people that are into knitting, you know, people that just indulge in creating and playing in life in the way that really infuses their soul with delight. Like there is something so magnetic about that. And, you know, we all get to express that. We all get to step into that. So don't forget this, this natural, this gate 14 is really the energy of like being open to the fact that you are supported on those journeys. There are resources to support you in investing time and energy in those times, you know, like uh, those opportunities to develop your desires, to, to create, to have more fun in your life. And so in the shadow expression, this is, it shows up as staying in, in roles, jobs, or commitments that are not supportive of what brings you joy. So feeling like you have to prove your worth and look for external validation to motivate you into action rather than letting joy guide you. Now, this is really interesting shadow energy because I think so often if we are in a job or a situation, whether it's a relationship or a business, where we are not 100% satisfied, right? We can feel a little bit of pain because things aren't as we want them to be. So often it's easy to think, well, I need to change my external circumstance to be able to be happy. But I think this gate 14 energy is really, really about tapping into that part of you that knows that you can actually find joy in, even in these jobs or when things in business are tough, you can actually touch into joy through that because you are a powerful creator. And so when you let your desires guide you, you slowly start bringing more of what lights you up into your life. And that kind of infuses into every aspect of your being so that even if you are going to a job that might not be your dream job you find a way to bring your conscious creator your your powerful manifestations into where you are at now by knowing that you can tap into joy in any given moment 
right? And again, the rituals and the how we access this is that whole energy of gate um, 43 and the high priestess, like tapping into that magic within you. That's part of where your conscious creator, that's where your creator lives, right? In those unconscious realms. So, you know, that energy earlier on in the month is really prepping you to step into this king of pentacles energy where you can bring joy and desire into even the parts of your life that don't feel so sparkly right now. Make it a little competition with yourself. Like, how can I bring this easy breezy manifesting energy into every aspect of my life? What small tweak can I make to do that? So some questions you might have are, do you believe that when you do the work that you most enjoy, when you do things that light you up, that you will be supported? Maybe you can ask yourself, how can I do more of this? How can I infuse every aspect of my life with a little bit more pizzazz, a little bit more spark, a little bit more pep in my step? How can I bring that into every aspect of my life? What would have to change for you to be able to do that? Are there some conversations that need to be had, right? Are there boundaries that need to be put up? Are there things that need to go, habits that need to go? Do you need to stop drinking so much to dull the pain or the discontent? Do you need to start being in nature more, you know, like the smallest things. But when you touch into that, and I really, I truly believe that as I'm talking, there's something coming up for you. You already know intuitively that there's something that you can either welcome more of or let go of in order for you to touch into desire in order for you to unlock more of that creative power that you have in every aspect of your life. What is it? Write it down now because (laughs) while you're feeling inspired, leave yourself a little voice note and check back in on that later and just come up with a plan. Come up with a plan to make the shift. Okay, so between the 23rd and the 28th of November, we're working with Gate 34, Magnetic Charisma, housed in our sacral and the tarot archetype of the Knight of Wands. Oh, I haven't done my tarot lives for a while. I will be coming back to them once my day job life has calmed down a little bit, and I am so excited to do that. But any of you that used to tune into my tarot lives will know how much I love the Knight of Wands, the energy of our our fiery alter ego. You know, it's the Sasha Fierce to Beyonce. It's that part of us that is like. You know, when the lights are down low or when you're at home by yourself and you've got the music cranking and your booty's popping and you're just feeling yourself like on a whole crazy ass level, you are just feeling pure delight and like the moving of your body. It's like, you know, there's just, you show up raw and powerful and excited and a little bit youthful and a little bit throwing caution to the wind with zero fucks to give about what anyone thinks about you or what responsibilities you've got. You kind of are just like, I'm just spreading my wings. I'm just like letting myself be the fire. The overarching energy is creating excitement through following your own excitement. This magnetic charisma, it draws people and opportunities to you just by following your own excitement. And the purpose is the ability to magnetize people, resources, and opportunities in order to bring a creative vision to life, right? So this is like almost the, the beginning action steps of turning your inspiration, to turn it, of turning your vision into something tangible. It is the aligned action, but it's aligned action 
on flipping steroids or Barocca, <laughs> whatever it is that, that gives you that like extra fire in its highest expression. It's a powerful energy that attracts simply by responding to and flowing with the energy of excitement Trusting that you are a co-collaborator and that your expansive responses are guiding you to aligned action. This gate, gate 34, is housed in your sacral. It's a responding energy, right? We know that the sacral is the um, fire. It is the energetic. It's a workforce energy that we have. And we know about the sacral that when we do what lights us up, we create more self-sustaining energy. And this is where we step into our perpetual state of badassery right and when I talk about it being a responsive energy it means that we need to be open to feeling our body's response to our external environment what is it that I'm being drawn to what is it that's exciting me right now so the shadow expression of gate twenty sorry, gate 34, between the 23rd and the 28th, trying to convince others of what is cool or get on board with your ideas, not trusting in your ability to magnetize and instead really burning yourself out by trying to force timing, people or opportunities. The shadow of gate 34 is that feeling of pushing shit uphill. It's like you are not following what excites you you're instead letting your critical thinking guide your steps. And because of that, you might experience some resistance because it's not really an alignment. Like your heart knows, your soul knows, your sacral knows what is an alignment. Can you tap into that? The more you tap into it, the more things flow. And, but you have to be open to receiving that, those messages from your body and turning down your critical thinking. The more you turn down your critical thinking, the more you can listen to the subtle energy shifts in your body. Again, meditation, breath work are all unlocking access to those subtle shifts that are so vital to us really being incredible creators. So some questions for gate 34. When I'm excited, do I trust that I'm supported to bringing a vision to life without having to force or convince others? What experiences have you had in the past that prove that this is true? So where in your life have you just had sort of, you feel like you just stepped into flow, things unfolded, opportunities presented themselves, and you're like, how the heck is this so easy? And, but it was because you were in your joy. You know, I think the perfect example is like, you know, in episode one of the manifestation series uh, what probably seven episodes ago when I was talking about how I manifested my relationship with Clay I was following wholeheartedly my desires with no expectation of having a partner looking for a partner I didn't even care I was so sick of men at that point all I was doing was following what lit me up I was following my own desires my own need for adventure and playing in life and then what unfolded not only did I meet my husband who I've got a lot of deep love and appreciation and gratitude for but I also have had like the most incredible life here in western australia like I'm so thankful for how flowy and delicious and constantly inspiring and constantly surprising my life here is and that all started and it all evolved through me following my desires 
What about you? How has that shown up in your life? Reflect on it because when we reflect on these things, it helps us build that trust muscle and trust is so important when we are creating. Okay, so between the 29th and the 30th, gate nine, which is also housed in our sacral. So we've got, um, I think three, is it three gates? Yeah, from our sacral activated in this solar transit. So this is the energy of responding. It's what keeps us connected to our life force energy. Uh, gate nine is the gate of perspective, the tarot archetype of the six of swords and this overarching energy of seeing particular areas of life with clarity and a wide perspective so that you can guide energy exactly where it needs to go. The purpose is to stay connected to a broader vision while simultaneously being able to focus on what is required in the now to achieve the overall goal or take the next most aligned step. So gate nine is kind of helping you uh, keep one sort of foot firmly grounded in your broader vision for your life. So whether it be like Um, you know, manifesting the house, manifesting the dream job, career, business, and then the other foot being firmly rooted in the now and touching into that desire to help guide each aligned step. It's a beautiful energy that in its highest expression that helps us kind of sink into this air of relaxed confidence, knowing that we've got clarity on the big picture and also not being afraid to shift and pivot and move and flow with the opportunities that are presented to be in response to what is in the now while also having our eyes on the prize. In the shadow expression, it's letting the pressure of the big picture lead to confusion, being distracted and confused by things that are not supporting your long-term vision or your core values. So this can show up as trying to micromanage every aspect of your manifestation process, it can actually show up as a feeling of overwhelm when you know that there is like, you know, probably, maybe, possibly quite a few steps between where you are now and where you see this vision for your life, your manifestation, and that feeling of like, brick, this is so much, this is a lot to hold because I can't see all the steps right now. This is the shadow expression of gate nine, kind of confusing you, letting you get your wires crossed. And why? Because you're worrying too much about the how and not letting the joy of being present and in response to the current moment guide each and every step. So, you know, some questions for gate nine is, do you have a clear connection to your core values and the why behind your action? And are you able to check in with your daily actions to confirm that they are in alignment with that? The reason that's important is because it helps you, again, build trust in yourself. Like if every day you're saying, okay, so what am I spending my time on? Am I spending time on the things that are actually getting me closer to my vision um, that are bringing excitement? Or am I getting distracted by you know, busy work or, you know, I guess trivial pursuits that are not only maybe not so fun, but also not really getting you where you need to go. So if every day you tap into like, all right, what are my daily actions? I do this all the time. I've got like four core values that are my, I call them my Southern cross. I know a lot of people in the (laughs) Northern hemisphere call them the, the North star, but my Southern cross of core values guides me each and every day. And if I can't relate back 
what I'm spending my time on to those core values, then I know that I'm kind of not taking aligned action. I'm taking action, but it's probably trivial pursuits that are just getting me, you know, I mean, who knows what life experience for sure. Um, But, you know, if I want to be a master at manifestation, well, then why not do it the easy way and just make sure that it's in alignment with my authenticity, you know? And it's so easy to do that, you know, like you can even just reflect on your the last week or so and go, all right, what have I spent my time on? Have I spent time nourishing my relationships? Have I spent time um, creating more foundations of knowledge to support me in growing my business? Have I spent time in commune with like-minded individuals that feel uplifting and supportive? Have I spent time in nature? you know, and relate them, relate all the things that you are doing in your life back to your core values. And if they're not supportive of that, just ask yourself, is it okay for me to drop my time and energy and resources? Like no more. I'm not going to participate in that anymore because it's not lighting me up. It's not guiding me. It's not, it's not aligned. It's not taking you where you want to go. So yeah, where where might you be leaking or wasting energy? And what do you need to do to regain clarity and reduce any of that resistance um, and break it down into really small manageable steps, you know, like really small manageable steps. You might start this process by literally just saying, okay, today I'm going to reflect on what I'm spending my time, energy and resources on. Tomorrow I'm going to check in and see how they're supporting my core values. And then I'm going to decide whether I'm going to hold on to them or let them go. And then you can start building tiny little steps from there to help you step more into alignment, more into authenticity. And you know what comes on the other end of that? Magnetism, baby. (laughs) All right. Well, do you know what? That is the end of the energy report, the gates for the solar transit in November. You know, there are always nuances. The energies that I talk about are the energies held within these gates, but depending on the definition in your chart, so whether your gates are defined or undefined, you may experience these energies with a little bit, there will be nuances, you know? And so that's why I think, you know, downloading your human design chart, having it out while you're listening to the energy reports and just checking in on where these energies show up, how they show up in your chart, how you relate to them is really beneficial because, you know, like I say before, like all the time, you, I don't want, I never want human design to be another box that we try and put each other in. It's far too expansive. It's far too magical for that. And we are far too nuanced and and unique for that to be the case. So let your relationship to your chart develop by working with the energy reports of the month and just checking in with how it shows up in your chart as well. That's such a fun way for you to really understand more of the energies within your chart. If you haven't downloaded your human design chart yet, you can do that through the link in the show notes. And look, I am a little bit sad because I don't have any five-star Apple podcast reviews to share with you. So if you would love to share your 
insights, your feedback of the Level Up with KDB podcast. I would love, love, love to hear that. Go to Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the bottom of the show. There's a space there for you to leave five-star review and I will read it out on the podcast. You will get to hear your review read out on the podcast because it means so, so much to me. It really helps more people find the podcast and that just means so much to me. So sad because no one's left me a five-star review this week, but super happy and excited for you to leave one so I can read it out next week. All right, team, I trust that you got what you needed from this amazing episode. I look forward to seeing you next week. Until then, take care, keep milking the shit out of life, and I'll catch you in the next episode.